Welcome back to the Malinoka Oi podcast presented by Silver Shark Media. I'm Jason Evans of Silver Shark Media, and as always, we thank you for tuning in today and encourage you to subscribe and download to the podcast series. I'd like to welcome our next guest, Chef Joey Macadangdang, executive chef and owner of Joey's Kitchen and his newest endeavor, Balai Pata, located in Kahului. Uh, so, Joey, thank you for taking the time to chat today. Sure. Aloha, everyone. Always great to have you on. Um, we've you one of our original guests even back in 2020. We've had you on a few times, and Joey has always been a staple here in the Maui community, both with his restaurants and his community work. So I want to start off today talking about your newest venture, um, Balai Pata, which opened a few months ago in Kahului. So what was the inspiration for this concept? We came up with the concept about about a year and a half ago. Uh, so we've been working on the project since then. So it's just take on my livelihood growing up when I was in back in the Philippines when we used to have farms. So, you know, the house, Belay means a house, and the uh, pata means a leg. It's a leg, uh, a house that's pending for generations uh, for a long time. Uh, it's kind of like a leg of the journey that we're going on with the restaurant i love the the symbolism in that that's great um for listeners who may not be as familiar uh, with filipino cuisine how would you describe the flavor profiles of the dishes this is more a take kind of combinations of um the spanish cuisine basically because of you know balai is a filipino term and pata is more of a Spanish term for a leg. So we're coming up with dishes that are has not been basically brought out here, or mostly they do it at home. Um, so there's a Spanish, a lot of Spanish flavor profile that we want to bring in here instead of just the Ilocano cuisine. We want to bring it from Philippines from the south all the way down to Mindanao up to the Luzon area to the north. And that's what we were going to try to do, taking all those different islands of different flavors with coconut, chilies, and uh, different exotic spices and stuff like that, that, you know, not everybody has it or, or do it all the time at home. What went into the decision to create kind of a completely new restaurant instead of, say, just expanding the menu at, at, an, at Joey's Kitchen with additional items? I want something different, unique. One is more of a more of a Filipino cuisine, and and uh, you know introduce it to the world, and that's what I always wanted to do. Is try to bring it into to a, a different platform, and I can't really do that with Joey's Kitchen because it's all local. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say it's it's a local flair with Filipino dishes, some Filipino dishes with Joey's Kitchen. And American flavors. Uh, with the balai pata, is more. So I'm trying to be more towards the Filipino cuisine with the fusion of Spanish. And with with Joey's Kitchen, you're you've been huge on sourcing local. Um, I would imagine the same goes for balai pata in terms of where you source your ingredients. Yes, a lot, a lot of them now, it, you know, we've been using uh, Maui Nui Venison, uh, the Maui Cattle Company, 
uh, and then we're using a lot of the, the backyard growers of vegetables uh, into our dishes. I've asked you this with um, Joey's Kitchen in the past, but I'm always fascinated um, with the process of um, you're opening a new restaurant. What does the process for you look like in terms of dishes that will go on your menu? How do you decide what sort of makes the cut for a menu placement? You know, a lot of it more, more, you know, like my travels, uh, the, the last travel I did with Philippines, uh, went all the way down to, to Cagayan de Oro. And it's all inspirations of recipes that's been developed in the Philippines for so long. Um, so there's a lot of familiarities of uh, dishes that the Filipino can recognize. But the other non-Filipinos, they don't recognize that. But we want to serve that and have them taste our cuisine and what we can bring out there. You always hear chefs go on on trips like that in terms of uh, sort of inspiration building um, in travel. When when you are traveling, are you looking for anything in particular, or are you just sort of going on an unmapped route? and absorbing what you're finding, whether it be street food, whether it be fine dining, whether it be casual restaurants are doing in the area you travel to? Yeah, mostly mostly we don't have plans of where to go and whatnot um, or where to eat. We are just kind of like up in the air and just go whatever we see and find. And could it be able to use this or change, change a little bit of the flair um, and having that idea that, you know, that what they're making over there, it could not be duplicated here because it, but the flavor is going to be there. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much how I kind of just do the kind of trouble I want for inspirations of dishes. I just go like free mm-hmm. myself out. And I don't choose whether fine dining or, you know, holding the wall places. And most of the time, I find those dishes to be really, really good, those hole-in-the-wall places. Sure. You know, because they've been developed for so long, so many times. They've been keep doing it and doing it for so many years. And those recipes have been, you know, transferred to different families or their families or their loved ones. You've opened restaurants before, obviously. So what lessons from already doing this, opening a new concept and picking a location and and determining a menu, what lessons from your previous endeavors um, helped you with opening this location? Well, there's always been like a part of me that wants to open up in Kahului, and there's always a lot of my customers come to Napili all the time to open up Kahului and open up Kahului. And you know, eventually all my staff is leaving Kahului. Most of them have worked, they've worked at Joey's Kitchen for at least three or four years. And he always asked me, you should open one there. It was, you know, it, it was a tough decision to do it. And I had the opportunity to like, kind of just kind of go around and look around what what is out there uh, for me to, if there's a spot. So that's, uh, I decided, okay, let's, Let's figure out what can we do here. Is there is there a room or is there? Do you think we have a potential to be 
kind of like a Joey's Kitchen. Or should we do Joey's Kitchen? There's a lot of talk on our table, which direction we show, what concept and what, you know. Are we just going to be easy and just use Joey's Kitchen because we've been known for? And I, at the end of the day, I just said, you know what, let's just try something new, different. And that way we'll be able to kind of incorporate what the archipelago of Philippines and, uh, dishes that they, they, you know, those recipes that they have there. Um, with this location, that a lot of it too is just the travel that I did and kind of made me that kind of decision. Yeah. With the the night before you open a new restaurant, what is the balance on nerves versus excitement? Is it 50-50? Is it 90% excited, 10% nervous? Is it the other way around? There, there's always going to be, you know, nervousness, anticipation. I should say I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you're putting your money on the line and you're putting yourself on a lot of these investments. Uh, there's always going to be a doubt or, I mean, you know, how we, we are going to be able to push this forward or, you know, there's, there's always nervous and also a lot of excitement. You know, like I said, I, it's crazy. I think I'm the most craziest one <laughs> after the fire. <laughs> but, you know, the, the place was already built, and we built it. It was just sitting there. I, we were supposed to open in August. Yeah. We couldn't open in August because of the fire. Yeah. So we pushed back. And, you know, at one point, I had a thought that probably not going to open. Repair, but then you think about how much you invested in I had to get Joey's Kitchen to get going in September, uh, open up and see what, you know, that way we can open up uh, uh, Balaypata. You know, shifting the conversation to the West Side for a little bit, you were one of many chefs who stepped up immediately last August, um, working to get food out to the community during everything that was going on. How did you go about the process of deciding when and how to provide relief in the way that you did? I think, you know, it, it, it just never thought in our mind to even do that. We just didn't have that. It's not like a plan, you know. Yeah. It, it just came in you. It came with, in us, all of us. So when we, when we got there on the day of the fire, we evacuated maybe 7.30. And I told my family, just go to Napili. Well, when I got there, I saw there's a lot of cars. People are asking for food. So I told my brother, I said, just fire up the grill. Fire it up. Just turn out the gas. Turn the gas. There's a lot of food here. Let's just cook up. There's a lot of noodles. Cook, cook up whatever we can find. Uh, because that day we were packing everything in ice. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we just cook a bunch of food and we invited everybody from pretty much everyone and at the parking lot who are hungry. That's pretty much how we did it. And then the next day we started making fried rice and spam for breakfast. And it just kind of led on from there on because we still have a lot of products that we wanted to uh, 
interpret the ways. Let's just use it up and give it away. Yeah. Do you know approximately how many meals you were able to provide? We were doing at least six, six to seven hundred breakfasts, and then uh, lunch we were probably doing about three hundred. Wow. You know, doing about six. The way it lasted long for 21 days for cooking for the community, um, it would never last that long if it wasn't for TS Restaurant being there, too, at the same time, because they were there for a week. Mm-hmm. So I decided to say, okay, let's, let's figure it out a way of we don't have to cook the time that we cook, they can cook. Right. So, so that way it, it saves us some food. So we decided, okay, TS restaurants can, we'll do the breakfast. I'll Joey's Kitchen do the breakfast. And then TS restaurants 11 to 4. And then I'll do the dinner. Mm. And that way they could use my kitchen at the same time. So oh, they were yeah. utilizing my kitchen. They were cooking my kitchen for their lunches. Wow. For everybody. And, and then there was a lot of chefs at the same time that are coming in from outside, outside, Hawaii are coming from Minnesota arriving they're cooking they were trying to cook breakfast out there they couldn't cook breakfast so they come to my kitchen goes borrowed pots and pans they wanted rice they wanted so you know I have them use my account to buy products mm-hmm. and they and you know invited them to my restaurant and said if you want to do breakfast why don't you just take my spot I said, doing a breakfast then I just do the dinner so, so that's how it, it kind of evolved in there. It's having the outside uh, chefs coming in, do cook three days max, and then they leave. And, and that kind of saved me a little bit of the product. Yeah, maximize And at one point, it. we have to ask, yeah, we have to ask to the, to the social media. We ran out of rice. We ran out of There were just products coming in the back of my door from upcountry, from Maui venison people. There were there were a lot of, they were just dumping everything in the back of my door. Uh, restaurants are closing up. They were dumping everything into my door. Even McDonald's were dumping french fries and nug- <laughs> chicken nuggets. Wow. Everything, everything was in, I, I was, you know, it, it was just so overwhelming at that time. Because there were, there were a lot of products coming in but unsealed yeah so from there what do i do i, I hate to dump it i i couldn't use because i don't know what it is yeah yeah so those those things it, it 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 kind of felt that way where the community came together and i i was part of the use what their products and utilizing their products for the community so that's how because it pretty much kind of like it went on and on until it's until what the 21st i think of yeah. august it's it's interesting to hear kind of how everything evolved and the, the networking together with with um you and ts and and other chefs and as you said sort of maximizing everything and you know i know the community is incredibly thankful for all the work you did um full disclosure i live near your restaurant i'm well aware of all the work that, that you did during that time and so, yeah, thank you for what you're doing and, and for the insight into it. Um, I, I want to shift the conversation a little bit 
as we sit here, first week of February, um, you've got a couple of restaurants open up on different parts of the island. How would you assess the challenges from a business standpoint? Um, how would you assess the challenges for the restaurant industry on Maui for the near term? Well, you know, I mean, right now with with my restaurants, I believe that the uh, Mapili location is pretty much stable. But the other restaurants at Whalers Village are, are not stable. And we're still trying to be above, trying to get up above water. Yeah. Um, it's just because there's so much liability involved. The two months that we're cl- closed or four months that we're closed, they're just piled up of liabilities. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even with Whalers and Napili, it's still having that liability that we're facing today. Um, but we're slowly getting back into it. So it's 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 a struggle, uh, a struggle for employees because there's nobody wants to work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, those are the challenging that we're getting right now is employees. Um, Joe's Kitchen Apili is it's, it's stable with employees because I have a lot of part timers. Yeah, um, that wants to work and but they're, the whalers area is just hard. You know, I cannot speak for everyone else for their restaurants, but for my restaurant, those, those are the struggles I'm getting. It's slowly getting back. Uh, I wouldn't say it's normalcy, mm-hmm. but, uh, but we're gonna just take it step at a time. Well, for anyone looking to pursue a career in the restaurant industry right now, on Maui in particular, um, what advice would you give them? Well, just you know, do do your um, homework. Uh, you know, if if you want to open a restaurant, uh, do a lot of you know calculations on how you can try to open up, or you really want to invest it at this time. Uh, just do a lot of homework and resource, resourceful of you think what's best for you. Mm-hmm. With with Joey Joey's Kitchen, um, you mentioned your the Peely locations, you know, kind of hopping along. Um, it, you know, it's a neighborhood favorite. It's an island favorite for for years. When you have a location open for this amount of time, uh, I think you you opened in 2015. Yeah, 2015 is the first one at the Whalers Village. At Whalers, okay. Uh, so, what? Yeah. So you, you opened jo- the Joey's Kitchen concept, let's say, in 2015. Um, when you have a restaurant that is, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years old, how much do you look at tweaks to the menu um, or creating new items to kind of weave in? versus just leaving everything alone. You know, it's popular for a reason. If it's not broke, don't fix it sort of approach. What's what's that process like um, in terms of menu approach for a more established restaurant? So it's usually is when we try to do a recipe, we do not take omit anything that's already on the board. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually add things, whether we'll figure it out whether it's, it's working or not. We're, as a tester, I get scolding from the community or the <laughs> tourists when I take out Kalua pork, which we sell at Tansero. Um, I say, hey, you, you took up my favorite. 
we've done that in the past and we end up putting it back because mm-hmm. it's just, you know, it's what they want. Yeah. And that's the reason why we kept everything the same and we just had a few things as a special. Um, and it's really hard to, you know, to omit things out of there. So that's why it's always been the same all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, we put something new, it becomes a staple, just like the the seared basil mahi-mahi with the uh, sinigang curry noodles. That was just a special that we were put in all of a sudden, everybody wanted it, and I could never take it out again. <laughs> Good problem to have. Yeah. Well, with Balai Pata, uh, so we have a new restaurant in Kahului. You know, if someone wants to come in for the first time, give me, it may not be easy for you to pick, but I'm going to ask you to name three menu items at Balai Pata that someone for the first time coming in, you would say, try this. This is a good sense of what our restaurant can offer. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they got to they, they gotta try the ukoi, which is the shrimp fritters. Okay. Um, they have to try that. For sure, they have to try the sisig, which means it's a mince eating something sour and we put them on the you know you eat it with a, a piece of green leaf like a, le- a butter lettuce kind of like a hen roll mm. so those are just minced pork belly and we flavor it with some calamansi juice and garlic ginger or, and other spices on there uh, and then you must and uh, you have to have the pata because that's what we're there for the fried pork knuckle and that's a that is a 24-hour process to do so that's we sell a a lot of those um every day so they have to try that and then what about the same question for joey's kitchen if someone's up in the peely or whaler's village so you get to the peely location you gotta have the short ribs the brussels sprouts um and then the uh, fish uh, with uh, curry noodles. Uh, those are the must-to-have. You're very quick to pick your three at each restaurant. You're right on top of it. Well, if people want to follow you and the restaurants on social media or learn more online about the menus, hours, uh, locations, where to find you, what are the best ways for folks to do that? So for Balaipata, you must go to balaipatahigh.com um, and then Balaipata Instagram. Or, and Joey's Kitchen Napili would be Joey's Kitchen High for Instagram or Joey's Kitchen Highmaui.com. Perfect. For those two locations. Awesome. Well, Joey, I always appreciate you taking the time. Uh, I love your food, I love your insight. And uh, I look forward to trying uh, your new location in Kahului at some point very soon. Cool. Thank you. Thank you, Jason. I appreciate it.